Hi, greetings of the day, everyone. In our today's episode of Safety Aphorism, I will be riding us through the topic drug abuse. Drug abuse. You see, any substance administered for therapeutic purposes, diagnosis, prevention of diseases, are relieving uh, symptoms, is actually a drug. Any substance that is intended to alter a biochemical process for a particular purpose is a drug. Any psychoactive substance is a drug. Basically, a drug or a pharmaceutical is a substance used to prevent or cure a disease or a med or alleviate a substance. Drug abuse is basically the repeated and excessive use of drugs. It impacts a person's mental as well as physical health negatively, which can cause major damage to the brain. This drug abuse upparts a person's power to practice self-control and one way or the other interferes with the ability to resist the urge to take these drugs. So from drug abuse, a user graduates to drug addiction and from addiction to dependence. Drug addiction. Most people regard it as a substance use disorder. It is actually a disease and it affects the brain and behavior and this can lead to an inability to control the use of legal or illegal drug or medicine. Some people will make us believe that it's not actually a disease, and it may seem so others. But it is a psychological disorder that leads to a person's use of drug excessively. Even though the person may not actually understand the army effect of this drug, but he cannot control his urge to consume more and more and more all the time. And once somebody is addicted to a substance, a drug or a medicine, drug dependence creeps in. Drug dependency is a chronic progressive disease that is characterized by significant impairments, you know, indirectly or directly associated with persistence and excessive use of a psychoactive substance. Impairment may involve psychological psychosocial or mental dysfunction. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ajo Biewe Samson Ujo, your beloved occupational health safety, environment and sustainability expert. Drug abuse continues to be the major risk behavior among youth and adolescents with physical and mental health complications. Despite the known risk associated with drugs, people continue to use this drug. Drug abuse causes a lot of risk among the users. It results to gang formation, robbery, mental illness, courtism, you can name it. And studies actually reveal that most of the drug addicts started smoking from their young age, and as they grow older, they seek 
new truths and gradually go into hard drugs. There was an indication that 60% of high school students used drugs to have a good time. 54% just wanted to, to experiment to see what it feel like. And 20 to 40% used this in order to alter their moods. Almost every country in the world is affected from one drug or the other. And according to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, UNODC, after their 2007 research, the increase of drug abuse globally has brought problems. A lot of problems. And this has resulted in increased violence, increased in hepatitis and B and C viruses, increase in HIV AIDS, collapse of the veins, collapse in the social structure, etc. You can name all this. Horrible youth activities are widespread in Nigeria to the extent that they have been given a lot of concern to even government, society, and even stakeholders. In primary school, peers engage in organized crime and they disrupt normal academic programs. In most secondary schools and in some Nigerian universities, the activities of secret cults are known to have been source of threats to lives and properties. As well about outside the campus, a lot of racial killings are taking place. This cannot be done without the influence of this substance. No sane mind will want to try all this. The impact of drug abuse among Nigerian adolescents have been a feature of moral backups, corrupts, and the form of wasted generation, loss of societal values and ideas. The situation is now is now is now appearing to be such that no one can argue ignorance of what is happening. We cannot sit and illegitimately pretend on the menace of drugs among our youth and adolescents. In one of the WHO's researches, findings as that in Nigeria, our own beloved country, 22% of youth from age 12 to 17 years of age, they've started using tobacco. And the government of Nigeria seems to have lost sight of responsibility. Though it claims that that that, that the, 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 the tobacco should be regulated in market oriented for that is not a solution. The fear is that these people being lured into their early death from cardiovascular diseases, lung cancer, and other tobacco related things. Where are we going from here? Why? Why be like that? You see, drug addiction is not a hallmark of moral failure or lack of willpower. It's a complex disease that deserves long-term extensive treatment just like any other chronic condition. People who, are, who have not actually struggled with substance or drug abuse may find it difficult to understand why anyone should start using or believe that oh, drug abuse is not oh. Why would someone willingly put themselves in harm, in danger by taking dangerous substances? 
There are in fact many reasons why people turn to start or using drugs and unfortunately the consequence can be life-threatening and life-shattering. While every case is unique, there are general patterns that indicate why some people use drugs, how the addiction develops, and the consequences of drug abuse. You know, I was talking to somebody, why do people use drugs? And why do they abuse drugs? Why do they get addicted? And why at the long run, they will now their life depend on this drug? Why specific incentives differ from person to person? Generally speaking, people start using drugs in order to escape or mask their pain. Somebody was telling me that uh, I cry in my in the rain. I do my crying in the rain. He was saying that, oh, you know that sad beds, they sing. These are ways that people try to mask their pain. In some individuals, the onset of draw can be from untreated psychiatric issues, including anxiety and depression. The rush of pleasure from drugs can actually provide temporary solace, temporary solution, tem temporary control to sufferings, which can stem from any mental health or any issue, including the following trauma, mental illness, low self-esteem, poverty, relationship problems, loss of a loved one, stress, commission, all and all and all and all. But whatever their lesson or reason for starting, once addiction sets in, the disease usually spreads more and more out of their control than addiction setting. Then how do people develop addiction? For most people, the initial decision to take drugs is basically voluntary. But as the uh, as the are straight up into the cycle of addiction, there's this neural pathway in their brain and it changes. So they are less able to control their behavior and therefore they resist the intense impulses. It works like, okay, the brain rewards pleasurable experiences such as food, intimacy and laughter. With surges of few good chemicals like dopamine, but using drug triggers the release of much more dopamine than chocolate or codeine or oh my god. And the rush of ephora compels them to repeat the same experience all over and over again. The more someone uses drug, the more they condition their brain to anticipate the same substance pleasant sensations. And that is why it's so difficult to stop. The brain becomes wired to addiction. Eventually, once tolerance may, may be so much that addictive behavior no longer provides any pleasure. And using this drug gradually becomes a way to avoid withdrawal. If they can't use the drug, they can't leave. They need the drug just to keep feeling normal. Then drug dependency creeps in. Problem doctor. So before we round up, I want us to just see or go into the effects of this addiction. The sad truth is that more death, illnesses and disability, they are actually caused by substance abuse. 
down by any form of preventable health condition. Prolonged drug dependency interferes with just about every organ in the body. And why different drugs have different damaging effects? Substance abuse can cause damaged immune system. And this, when the immune system is damaged, it will actually increase susceptibility to infection. Because the immune system is supposed to be fighting this infection. And when the immune system is, is, is compromised, there's a condition called immunocompromised. When the immune system is compromised, then nobody, no, no, no soldier that will be fighting infections and diseases. It can cause cardiovascular conditions, even including heart attack, collapse of the brain, liver over extraction or liver failure, seizure, even stroke, widespread brain damage that can interfere with memory and tension, decision making, as well as permanent brain damage. Some of the worst effects of substance or drug abuse, they are not even health related. Drug abuse can be a number of damaging consequences, such as addict social and emotional well-being. Somebody that is addicted to drugs may not fall sick. He may not even have liver problem. He may not even have issues relating to seizure or stroke. But they can lose their employment. They can lose their relationship. They can be incarcerated. They can run into financial troubles. I've seen people, they can even go and borrow money from OP or OCash just to get drugs. Just to be a, to, 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 to satisfy their urge for drugs. And homelessness, risky sexual behaviors. Is always somebody under the influence of drug and alcohol that want to rape somebody. They want to, they want to have unprotected sex. Uh, sexual intercourse. Many problems can be reversed or minimized by getting sober. But <laughs> there may be some health and emotional issues that simply won't heal with time. And the best way to, to permanent prevention is to seek professional drug addiction treatment in order to avoid addiction. And most times, our parents, they have a lot to do. They are supposed to be orientating our sh the kids about the dangers of drug abuse on their health and others. Sincerity, they say, begin at home. You're not supposed to stop for house. So the NDLA must also intensify their anti-drug campaign in order to have a drug-free society with a special focus on the youth and adolescents chiefly. The Minister of Education can do more. If, if, if we can even add this to our curriculum, drug education for both primary and post-primary education, along with lectures, seminars, symposium, rallies, film shows for the youths and adolescents on the adverse effect of drugs. Do not forget that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, the goals to be simple, safety, security, and sustainability. And until our next episode, my name is Steve Samson, and I'm still here for you. Until then, be reminded that safety first, safety always. Our next topic will be sleep, trip, and fall. Thank you. <laughs>